You ready? Because I'm ready. This is the On My Way Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Perna the Great. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the puppet master, the true puppet master of this college football realignment. This puppet master is somebody that we've seen or an entity that we've seen every single year. We watch it daily. Millions of viewers watch it daily. And we're about to unveil the true puppet master. And it's, it's, it's something that we shouldn't be surprised about because it's been the only network, truly only network that has been talking about it, right? Talking about the college football realignment, the the hit is made, and kind of like, you know, you probably should expect them to be the ones doing it. Um, so the puppet master, the true puppet master, is none other than ESPN itself. Yes, the media giant that we watch every single day that has every single sport on its network is the one controlling this college football realignment, has billions of dollars in its hand to try and change the face of college football as we know it. With so many things changing this year, uh, over this offseason, with the NCAA uh, uh, allowing the NIL rights to be given back to the students, right, to the student-athletes, where you have now you have college football realignment going on. And now you're, you're, you're kind of like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's going to happen next? And so ESPN is the one that's doing it based off of the uh, accusations, right? Uh, Big 12 commissioner sent a cease and desist letter to the network executive. Uh, the surprising thing is ESPN and Big 12 have a contract together, um, a, a partnership, really. And uh, uh, Commissioner Bob Bowlesby accused the conference media, uh, the conference media rights partner, <clears throat> again, their partners, right, uh, encouraging the pillaging, pillaging of the Big 12 Conference for the benefit of money, right? Money benefits, everything, right? So uh, I have absolute certainty that ESPN have been involved in manipulating other conferences to go after our members. And so with that being said, you know, I, I've talked it over with some of my friends, and uh, this is going to be a huge lawsuit. Uh, this is going to be seen in court because right now, if I'm not mistaken, right, ESPN owns the SEC network, right? Uh, and let's just put it this way. ESPN, which owns the SEC network, signed a $3 billion deal with the conference in 2020, giving the network broadcasting rights to all the SEC football games starting in 2024. Meanwhile, ESPN shares Big 12 broadcasting rights that expires 2025 with Fox. All right, so that's that one that that sums up everything right there. In 2025, ESPN and the Big 12 would, would, would separate when it comes to the broadcasting right. They would no longer be partners. <clears throat> but the SEC and ESPN will be doing business starting 2024, the year prior. So for a year, they will have the Big 12 and the SEC network as well alongside with the ACC uh, network as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and they'll, they'll control that. But if the 2025 breaks off, right, when the 2025 year hits and the Big 12 uh, breaks off, the SEC will be the, will be the ones that you kind of want to see where your money comes from. But if you take Oklahoma and Texas and bring those over to the SEC, now you have Alabama, Texas, LSU, Oklahoma, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Kentucky, Vanderbilt. 
you South Carolina, you have the big boys. Arkansas, I keep forgetting these guys. Missouri, Texas A&M, you have some power-hitting conferences, big budget conference, uh, conference members. And for people who are kind of like, oh, that makes college football better, does it really, though? You're going to have great games. You're going to have great games. But the SEC officially becomes the, the true pipeline, pipeline to the NFL. And when you have the ACC and the and the Big 12 and the Pac-12 left, right, it's kind of like, yo, what can we do to kind of, like, compete with these guys, right? Most of the conference, if you look at those other three conferences, right, I'm, let's put it this way. If you look at the other three conferences, right, the Pac-12, the Big 10, and the ACC, they prioritize other things above football to a certain degree, right? In order to join the Big Ten, it's kind of like you academically you need to be on on par. In order to join the Pac-12, academically you need to be on par. In order to join the ACC, academically you need to be on par. These are prestigious universities that pride themselves on what they do academically. Um, there's only a few, and it, it, it's, it's crazy. You got Duke, you got Miami. Uh, again, academic heavy, North Carolina, FSU. These are <clears throat> powerhouses when it comes academically, and so you kind of have to be like, all right. Are we going to make academics a priority, or are we going to make football a priority? Because if you if people think, you know, it's those who don't really like football, or don't don't respect why players should be getting paid, or respect what the financial back the financial end of of football, they need to understand this. The football program, the major football programs, fund everything at these universities. They fund everything. The labs. They they fund the. Your 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 teachers uh your teachers pockets they they do they do it all like millions of dollars is funded by the football program and so um it's kind of like hey what do we have to do to make sure that we last longer and that is you need to prioritize football at this point because a three billion dollar deal that the SEC has signed and starts twenty twenty four and the college football playoffs will expand to 12 teams, you might see an entire playoff with SEC teams in there, or a majority of them in there. And the SEC is going to get more of that money. And guess what? They're going to put more of that to football. And then all of a sudden, the, the divide, the gap that between conferences will grow even further. And it would lead to maybe some of the bigger-name brands that are part of the ACC, the Big Ten, or the Pac-12 to leap and go to the SEC and make a giant college football league that encompasses the biggest brands, the biggest powerhouse powerhouses in college sports. And so so why does, you know, with the Big 12 this 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 moment with them losing the the you know the cream of the crop there, their their bread and butter to the SEC, now the Big 12 is is out on a limb. They got to find teams to join or but now it's like, why would we want to join the Big Twelve if you ain't got if you ain't got Texas, Oklahoma? Why would I want to join the Big Twelve? I, I shouldn't even have to join the Big Twelve now. You might want to join my league. The American Conference kind of has that 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 kind of pool now. You might want to join our league. We got UCF. You know, you might want to join us. We got Houston. You might want to join us instead because we we have some hitters here that can probably wax most of your teams that are inside the Big Twelve. Yes, the budgets of the teams in the Big Twelve might be hard, might be higher. But the 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 competition is not there no more, and so with ESPN being the true puppet master, <clears throat> controlling the rights 
of the SEC come 2024. Big 12 will be possibly most likely gone by then, so those rights don't really matter no more. You, you kind of see where this is headed to, you know, and, and money's on the line. So uh, you can definitely expect, without a doubt, you can definitely expect a, a lawsuit to come about. But, I mean, what's the point? Texas and Oklahoma can leave in 2025, and if they can take it to court and figure a way out of that, that 76 to $80 million uh, buyout that they'll have to pay for leaving the conference, if they can figure out a less than that blow or or get out of it sooner, um, they will, and then they will end up in the SEC sooner than later. And that, to me, is going to make great football. I love great football, but also I, I kind of want an even balance, right? What makes college football better in terms of fan experience than the NFL is that every game matters in college football. compared, And every game matters for college football compared to when you see the NFL where you can lose – four or five games, six games, sometimes seven games, get to the playoffs. And, you know, it may be a hard road, but you still get a chance to play for a Super Bowl, right? And, again, the better teams usually do rise to the top. But when it comes to college football, every game matters. That first game of the season matters. And as the year has gone on, as the years have gone on, with the college football playoffs starting with the four teams and uh, the end of the BCS era, we've seen – um, in, in, in my opinion, we've seen the the uh, the value of the games diminish in importance because a team with two losses could still get into the playoffs and compete for a national championship. But I kind of like the old moniker of like being undefeated, fourteen and zero, being the team that ran the table. Yes, you could still have that in the twelve team playoffs, but it's kind of like why should you even be there if you've lost two games or three games? I, like they're they say okay they lost one game in the first be early in the year, granted, I'm okay with that one, I'm okay with you having one loss on your record, but you lost two times in the same season and you still get a chance to play in a in a in a playoff game to get to the national championship. I don't I don't believe in that. And then also like, what made college football great is the bowl games. The bowl games had importance to it because now it's like, I know where I stand. I like the bowl games is is a measuring stick of progress. Where are we now compared to where we were? Right? How do I know if I'm getting better if I don't if I can't go to the bowl game? If I don't make it to the college football playoffs and I play in a, a bowl game that doesn't have no no weight to it or play any valid teams, why am I even playing the game? And it's it's a it's it's messed up in my opinion that college football unravels this way. Although I do like I do like competition, I do like great football. I, I kind of don't want to see the, the the essence of college football to go away. I, I believe players should get paid. I still believe they should get paid. But the essence of college football, uh, I think that should be that should be uh, cherished. And if they were to separate from the NCAA completely or come, become two giant conferences like the NFC and AFC, what's the difference between them and the NFL? Other than that, the pockets of the NFL owners are deeper than the pockets of the other colleges or universities that that hold these teams. That's the only difference: billionaires versus institutions. You know, and I just I just don't see how how college football stands. And with ESPN being the puppet master of this this whole ordeal, they're they're messing with what we we know as college football, uh, and. 
I wouldn't be surprised if, and I put it this way, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, and it's a strong if, if the other conferences, the Big Ten, the ACC, the Pac-12, even Notre Dame, decide to do their media rights with maybe CBS or an NBC, something that's outside of, and also outside of Fox, and go those routes because then if they can get a solid, a big enough deal with those uh, networks, it doesn't even matter them with ESPN no more. ESPN has SEC, but then everybody else is on the other other networks. The bigger games are the big games of of non conference games will be on other networks. Yes, you want to see Texas, Alabama. It's going to be a huge fight to see what what goes on with those uh, between the networks and ESPN. But I mean, that's the only way you kind of like put ESPN in its place as much as you as much as possible. But you know that that's a that's a strategy. I believe that you have to be bold to take. You you really would have to be bold to to decide I'm I'm not going to go the normal route the traditional route that ESPN is trying to make us go or the new route that ESPN is trying to go. Um, it's it's it's, it's going to be a, a incredible sight to see what happens to college football within the next five years. It will be an incredible sight to see, and the way it, the way it unfolds or the way it unfolds, it's going to be incredible. Again, you listen to the On My Way Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Prenner the Great, and uh, yeah, today's topic was all about the puppet master, the true puppet master, ESPN itself, controlling college football and the next wave, the next era of the sport.